Thank you for downloading Movie Issues. I am your host, Leland, here with my ever-loving sidekick, Spooky. Hey, everybody. It's been a year. This is it. I know, you're wondering. You've been doing this shit for a year? Mm. Yeah. Over 52 terrible movies. No, well, they weren't all terrible. We've done yeah, a couple. Some have been better than I, I say 10% have been good. Eh, that might be fair. Well, wildly considered good, yeah. where the other 90% are right in my wheelhouse of good, but not in your not wheelhouse quite, of good. Not quite the same. <laughs> yeah. It's, some of them have been tough. Some have been tough. <laughs> and, uh, and then I think we refined our, our choices a little more. So really, when I think of the, of the tough movies I've had to watch, it was really early in, in the podcast history. Of course, New Year's Evil being still the worst movie we've ever done. That's cool. I'm not agreeing or yeah. disagreeing. I, just, I can't think of anything right now, but I had such a good time watching that one that I think that my mind remembers Man. the fun time mm-hmm. watching it with you versus... The movie itself, you know what I mean? That's not how elevators work. <laughs> okay, well, that's not this podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, more than 52, because we kind of went a little overboard in Halloween. Yeah. But. Deserved. Well, it's because it's Halloween. Yeah. And we're at that time of year where yet another slew of festivities for yet another holiday are about to onslaught onto us unwillingly. <laughs> I get real tired of Christmas music kind of quickly. Yeah. In November. I don't know. Now. Like, I enjoy Christmas music, but in my house, I don't start listening to Christmas music until December 1st. To me, December... That's when the lights go up? Yeah. 1 through 25. On yeah. that 25th day, I look, I don't take shit down until after, you know, around New Year's, but... I'm stopped enjoying it at that point. Now it's more like, oh, I gotta take that down tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I gotta listen to Billy Corgan singing a creepy, depressing Christmas song, <laughs> I'm gonna shoot myself. So you're okay with like the Nat King Coles and Bing yeah. Crosby's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love all that shit. But intermingled? Like, I like that intermingled with stuff. I. I get real tired of like anything new. Like, to me, they have not made another Christmas song that can hold a candle to any old standard. That's fair. I, I so is Billy is the Billy Corgan song oh the my one God, you're that the song. Yeah. For me I think it's the um Mariah Carey uh All I Want oh, for yeah. You or whatever. That's the one I'm like, oh it's playing it again. Yeah, oh I, again oh again. Oh okay. Yeah you know what? Knock it off. I've worked a lot of retail. Yeah no we at yeah. Christmas time and like there, there are some of those songs that I've just heard so many times. It's just like an earwig. It's, it's mm, in there and yeah. it ain't coming out. It's like a bad penny. It's uh, it's a bad penny. You know what also is the gift that keeps on giving? Today's movie. I said when we started this, if we make it a year, Catwoman is the year year show, and you were like done. Yeah, I mean it's. It, it's a movie that's practically made for for podcasts like that, like ours. Yes, deservedly so. Catwoman, the two thousand four 
I don't even know what to call this because it's not really a comic book action film. It's not really an action film. Well, it wants there's to, action in it. It wants to be. It wants to join the superhero club. It in some weird way. Like we already we have a uh, X Men two at least. Maybe X Men three is out at this point. Oh yeah. I don't think Spider Man three is out yet. No. Um, we've yet to hit. Uh, Iron Man. We've I, got I the... don't even. You know what? X Men Three isn't even out at this point yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're kind of in the span of a ramp up of superhero movies. They're just slowly starting to inundate our summers. Yeah, and but they're not even yet at the. Uh, they haven't shown us the the gravity that a, a superhero movie can have, like Iron Man. Iron Man's kind of the first one that shows you this is a good movie yes. by itself. Take away the, the the all the colors and fancy men in suits, it's it's just a good movie. Yeah, this is not a good movie. This is fucking terrible. Um, it's directed by this French cat named Pitoff. That's it. He's like Snoopy or Cher in that way that he has no last name. I'm gonna Pitoff. send. I'm gonna send him a fucking doctor's bill because I think. I had a seizure watching this. This movie is really off in the wall. He's only known really for like French commercials, a couple French features. He's kind of well known in the steampunk world for doing a film called Vidoc. I believe I'm saying it wrong, but that's how we're going to go with it today. Now, being the steampunk obsessed person that I am, I've seen Vidoc. There ain't nothing steampunk about this movie, <laughs> except that at one point, uh, I think Gerard Depardieu perhaps puts on a pair of goggles. Granted, it does have the aesthetic of a steampunk universe. It's kind of Victorian-esque. Right, but we never once establish anything steampunk related other than there's a universe that they live in that perhaps this is a possibility. Mm. But it doesn't actually happen in the movie. Granted... I did think I fell asleep once or twice, so maybe all the steampunk scenes yeah, happened all at once when I was sleeping. In your nap time. Um, I personally didn't think it was a very good movie. I think that stems from the fact that, one, Patoff's a French filmmaker, and French filmmaking is a completely different animal oh, than American God. filmmaking. So maybe to the French, that's the fucking bomb. To me, though, it was just a bomb. So I don't understand, and I also think that stems why this movie is filmed the way it is because he filmed it like a French filmmaker would. And this movie is... is, Correct, you are right. But this movie is so hard to watch. And I'm talking visually. We're not even talking about everything else that makes this movie impossible to watch. I I have a a headache right now from from trying to watch this movie. Uh, It is jarring. There is no... By a fucking tripod. Like, everything is handheld and zoomed in. And it's not zoomed on uh, dollies to make it a clean zoom. Mm -hmm. It is using the zoom button, which is kind of a no-no, you know. So it's like they're doing all these snap zooms and, like, creative Sam Raimi flip zooms. But not in a good Sam Raimi way. not working out. Nothing. Every cut is the camera uh, never sits still. It it doesn't. It's really hard to tell what's going on. And even between quick cut editing, the camera is constantly moving. You'll you'll move three four feet and then it'll cut and you're still moving into another direction and then you're on top and you're moving. You're swooping underneath. It is so so difficult to to just focus. Yeah, the filmmaking is terrible. Understand? Yeah, it's. It's it's seriously racking my brain. Yeah, it, it, it's it's rough, and I 
<laughs> there's there's nothing I can add. It's just the, the filming is very bad in this, and that is just the filming yeah. tip of this iceberg that we're can, about to get hit by. I can handle like fucking Blair Witch and shit. Yeah, but this is a different situation. At least no, with Blair Witch, he kind of knew what was going on, sort of, sort of. Well, granted, granted, but like that shaky cam stuff oh, that we still see a little bit I hate, of. I hate it so much. I can handle that, but I mean, if it Pilaf isn't motivated, just my brain. Pilaf, whatever. That's Fuck what him. he's rice pilaf. That's yeah. that's. I love rice pilaf. <laughs> Little, little really, steak, really steamed broccoli. It, it is delicious. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you. I personally enjoy a baked potato with it, but that's too much starch. You know what? <laughs> so, I don't mind. I don't mind baked potato, chives, bacon bits, sour cream, of course. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I, my dream is to when I die, my heaven is like cracker trees, cheese, grass, and a sour cream river. Like I'm, I'm good. Like that's really weird. I, I love all those three things. A little steak, maybe a oh, macaroni for cheese fountain. <laughs> I like to think that you could just carve the steak off the tree. Fuck yes, it's not unlike Homer going to Chocolate World where he kills uh, that dog. Candy, candy <laughs> he kills <laughs> the dog. <laughs> like, like, he picks up that chocolate dog, and the dog's like, Arr! and you're like, he just killed the dog. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, yeah. So the uh, we we missed the kind of the biggest thing from this movie. This is. Oscar winner Halle yeah, Berry. That's true. Now, that's true. Yes, <laughs> we all know. We've seen the costume. Terrible. What is uh, what we have to establish right away? This movie is not a single connection to Catwoman, the Batman universe, at all. Well, they try to with that one photo of Michelle Pfeiffer on the ground in a yeah. pile of photos. Just like if you blink, you miss it. Yep. There is no connection to this. Now, my question to you, knowing that it would still be a bad movie, so get that out of your brain. Okay, like okay. it's No matter what my question is, the answer is it's still a bad movie. Yeah. Now, if they had just made this movie about a woman that was killed and came back as a cat feline woman, would we as hate it as much? Because in our comic book ways, we're still trying to be like... But but you called it Catwoman, therefore we can't get past the block. All right, this 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 would be my opinion of the, of that movie. Uh, like I said, still terrible. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think we would all say, oh, they're trying to do the Batman Returns Catwoman because they kind of were. Yeah, the cats fuck her to turn her back yeah. into, or they hack. Would you call it? They <laughs> oh, like hack a furball and her life back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And that's hardly an exaggeration. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I think we would say, oh, they're ripping the Batman Returns Catwoman. Right, right. And they're doing it real shitty. Okay. Uh, I mean, because they, they, uh, they, they die almost the same way, falling from a, from a large height. Yeah. Uh, they're both brought back the same way by cats. I mean, in Returns, they lick her the, back, to, death, yeah. back to life. And this one, they barf life back in. Yeah, the, the breath of cat life, yeah. And then, like, there's kind of... We don't really see it in Batman Returns, but there was kind of like this uh, squeaky to... Or, like, squeaky mouse character to full-on bitch. No, I think I think Michelle get, Pfeiffer was definitely very squeaky mousey. But the, the problem with this movie is that shit continues. Yeah. All well, through the movie. Yeah, and they, they let you know why later in the oh. plot. The plot of this. Well, we'll hold, wait. 
We're getting way too ahead. I want to try and keep this linear. Like, I would like to try and keep it linear. I know that's kind of Well, then maybe they should have cut the movie linear. We're we're not on editing just yet. I I do want to quickly mention the reason (laughs) that I personally find this movie to be hilarious. I own this. Like, not only do I own this, I own this shit on Blu-ray. Granted, granted, $2.99. I'm not going to lie. It was one of those, oh... I got a bunch to get that special of the five for 20. All right. Whatever. We'll get this. There is a very good Catwoman documentary on the DVD. It's about 40 minutes long. About the DC Catwoman? About the DC Catwoman that actually talks to all the actresses that have played Catwoman up until this point. Um, Through old interviews for the older actresses from the 60s. It's hosted by Eartha Kitt. Um, it's actually a very good documentary that you can hand someone that's like, I don't really understand Catwoman. Here's a doc- this will break it down. Yeah. If you ignore the Halle that's Berry cool. bullshit, yeah. it's you know a decent documentary. With that being said, Sharon Stone is in this. Therefore, check check the she dragon lips. She not unlike Faye Dunaway and Mommy Dearest, she starts chewing that scenery in the corner <laughs> and just eats everyone out of every scene. She is, in one word, fabulous in this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's if you can tell it's her. Because the filters, they oh put on Oh my her. god. She fucking glows. Yes. Like Galadriel and Lord of the Rings. In that movie, she's supposed to glow. She's ethereal. She is an elf queen that's um, 11D. She is, you know, and Sharon Stone. She's a bitch. Oh, she has so much filters on her. Oh, it makes Sybil Shepherd and Moonlighting look tame. Like, the, look it up, kids. There is, oh my, dude. It is really. <laughs> and I noticed it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not my thing. That's your thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at her like, she's awfully shiny. <laughs> is, that, is that what that filter thing is? And you're like, oh. Oh, yeah. Not only is there filters on her on the camera, but then they go in and do digital manipulation filters to even make it more apparent that she's fucking glowing. And it's so jarring because she's the only one in the filter. Like, it cuts back to... It cuts back to her husband in the movie. He looks fine. He's a little glowy with digital manipulation, but then they cut back to her and you're like, damn, my eyes hurt. Light is hitting her so specifically <laughs> that it is not touching any other person in the frame. I, You know what? I have to admit, well played. Oh, well played. Yes. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, and Sharon Stone plays, of course, the villain. If I was to ever write a movie where I wrote like an aging drunk bitch... She is my first call. Well, yeah. Inspiration. I mean, she gives you so much. Just like you cast Courtney Love to play Nancy from Sid and Nancy. It's the same fucking character. Oh, I, there, a comedian, I don't remember the comedian, had a really good bit about Courtney Love in uh, The People versus Larry Flint. And they were going Man. on and on about, oh, she played such a convincing heroin addict. Well, of course. She remembered what she did yesterday. Like, Same here. Yeah. Sharon Stone, I believe, is the she-dragon of Hollywood, therefore, worth yeah. it. And you know what? Maybe you're not Sharon Stone, but fucking prove it, all right? Come down here, <laughs> do a podcast with us. We'll oh my do God. Fatal Attraction. And, no, li- Fatal Attraction. Right? That's Glenn Close. Oh. The other one. The uh, Basic Instinct. There you go. All right. yeah. Oh my God. Sharon, 
This is for you, baby. This is not a, a hateful. No, this isn't a podcast about how much we hate you. Well, not from him. This is a. Po- I would love to sit down. I mean, I just want to look at her. And be like, oh my god, she glows in person. She didn't have a fog filter like, on her. It's just like Elijah Wood's eyes are just actually like that. She's actually luminescent. <laughs> All right. So the plot of this. Elijah Wood's got creepy bug eyes. Whatever. Yeah, but they're really pretty blue. You just want to dive in, like Pecos Bill and that girl in the Disney cartoon where he dives through her blue eyes. Where do they fall out? I don't know, really. They're like... fake. <laughs> he takes them out every night, <laughs> polishes sure. them out, pops them back in. He's got two glass eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got daredevil sense, so he knows where everything is. But he's actually got glass eyes. <laughs> so, the plot. All right. Kind of. Here we go, people. If you've never seen this, I'm going to break it down for you. Sort of. All right. So, Halle Berry plays an artist's name, Patience Phillips. Yep. That's a woman named Patience. No. Happens. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so the Precious. So, I guess it all works out. Yeah. Oh, I want to see that movie. Precious? No, where Precious plays Catwoman. Like, just, oh, just put well, Gabrielle's uh, Cinnabons right stop. into let's this. Let's just stop right now. <laughs> Moving on. Patience is an art... Uh, art person, artist. Uh, she's a graphic designer. Concept graphic designer for the the Hader makeup beauty beauty line. Something. Yeah, there's a lot of fancy words in there. Ah, uh, not really important to the plot, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. All right, there's only one makeup company. Yeah, ever. and apparently only one product that they make. So yeah, there is no confusing. And you've heard if you've probably anyone who's heard rumblings of this movie, you're like, what is this about? Yeah. Everything you heard is true. This movie is about makeup. So, Sharon Stone, the evil makeup person, has made a cosmetic product called Buleen, which is a terrible name because it makes me think of, like, cows for some reason. I see where maybe you might get that. Yeah, it's just a me thing. It's probably made of cows. And whale fat. Stem cells. (laughs) And precious. So, you got... Okay. Okay. So the makeup, stay with me here, people. The this 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 filing makeup uh, will actually reverse aging, and it's a, it's a miracle thing. Yeah. But the the long term effects is that it'll corrode your face to look like Mumra. But, yeah. No. That yeah. That CG yeah. model was definitely Mumra esque. Yeah. Uh, and uh, through misadventures. Or no, no, no. I like mishap, misadventures. Mishaps. There's no adventure in this yeah, whole movie. Mishaps. Through mishaps, patience <laughs> happens to find out that evil company is doing evil things. Just like Michelle Pfeiffer found out that Christopher Walken is up to evil things as well. Correct. Um, she's killed and flushed down the drain. She's flushed down a giant drain. Um, where an Egyptian Mao cat Mao. is comes to her and gives it its hairball of life. Barfs life into her face. And she becomes a cat woman. And I mean that in the literal sense. As a lineage. She suddenly starts acting like a cat. Oh, now, my God. Two, Halle Berry's credit. Credit. I'm going to give her credit on that. I'm going to give her some props on this. Bitch acts like a cat, like a motherfucker. Like, she's doing the darting, little you know hand paws. 
I believe that she believes that she embodied a cat. Like, I really do. You know what? If she was on the fucking Broadway stage of cats, I'd say, hey, you know what? She's doing pretty good up there. Because she's in a fucking cat suit. In this movie, she's a goddamn human being. Yeah, she... Okay, what... what, what she orders is, coffee. What is more annoying? Her sleeping on a shelf? Or... Batman sleeping upside down? Oh, wow, no. I was going to go with her sleeping on a shelf or her sitting there eating nine cans of tuna in her bed. Nine cans of tuna. That's not good for you're, you. You're fucking, That's like a lot of mercury, right? You're a human being. <laughs> just, uh, if you want to eat nine cans of tuna, fine. Just scoop it all out and put it on a plate, all right? I don't even care if you still eat it with your hands or if you just bury your face in it. <laughs> Scoop it out of the fucking can. Speaking of her burying her face in something, one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when um, Ophelia Francis Conroy, who is mostly known from Six Feet Under, American Horror Story. She's an old actress. You didn't clue that in. That was the maid from American Horror Story. Oh, I knew she looked familiar. <laughs> and ding, there goes the light. Huh. So Ophelia is, she is, you get the impression she was once a cat woman, yeah. or she knows about the cat lineage of superpower like through the, the bar. the of the cat women. Right. So she is, she is your narrative to explain to Halle Berry what the fuck's going on. And to prove a point, she picks up a little ball catnip and chucks it at Halle she Berry. She has like a fucking jewelry box. Well. Whatever. Whatever. And um, Halle Berry nuzzles that fucking catnip ball. That's as far as I'm going to go with it. It's filthy. It makes you think dirty thoughts about her and her husband. <laughs> You're just like, oh, damn. Like, well, good I, on you there, Hallie. I kind of felt it was like when Jennifer Connelly gets a little bag of Coke in Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> ass to ass. <laughs> Enough nip. I bet Hallie would have done it. <laughs> You've seen Monsters Ball, right? Like, we've no, seen I, everything. I haven't. She just wants someone to make her feel good. But anyway, it's not what this is about. <laughs> um, there is the subplot of uh, Alex Borstein, Lois from Family Guy, <laughs> who is her best friend. Is that a subplot? Well, I'm, I just like, I'm, I like Alex Borstein. No, I did, about. I did too. Lois is in this movie. And Lois, um, she's using the Buleen product and she's getting very sick with undisclosed disease what is she sick from well she's got headaches and she blacks out okay so they take her and find out why she blacked out because that's that's not normal i get all that but it's not normal to black but they let her go at one point and they're just gonna let her go to the end of the movie this is what lois is doing at the end of the movie yeah but how do you how do you solve that issue oh you've been using terrible cream so stop it no that will well, Catwoman knows. Well, I know Catwoman. You know, let's not refer to her as Catwoman. It's the first name that came up. <laughs> Halle Berry knows. Halle Berry. <laughs> Miss Berry. Storm knows there's shit going down. <laughs> Storm knows that, that, the, that the makeup will uh, erode her face. Right. So, you know, she says stop using it. And yeah. then she's magically better. Whatever. And hooks up with her way too hot for her doctor. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Give the big girl some love. It's all right. I love Lois. Um, all right, so that's kind of basically the, the, the loosely the plot. And then as she becomes a Catwoman, she has her love triangle. No, not really triangle. No. Oh, no, it is. Yeah, between the cop, Patience, and Catwoman. It's a weird love triangle. Because fucking... they do kind of lead you to believe that it is kind of a split personality kind of a thing. Moving on about that bullshit. But 
there's that little subplot, and then there's the subplot about Sharon Stone, who is really the villain who frames her husband for it, but then kills her husband and then frames Halle Berry well, she for it. she never framed her husband. She just... I figured she was going to eventually, but Catwoman was an easier path to that end. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think she was ever going to frame her husband because there's kind of no point because the, the husband wasn't going to stop manufacturing. No, he wanted the money. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Whatever. Look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's <laughs> she right. She does frame Storm for right. killing her husband now, and a random scientist. Okay, now this... This this is where the... <laughs> I was going to say this is where the movie falls apart, but that's just... Stupid. Um, Fell apart that five minute intro credit yeah, scene. Five minute credit scene. Fuck. This hundred million dollars this movie was made for. Oh. Hundred million dollars, which leads me to believe CGI was expensive in two thousand four. Well, this I honestly I don't think the CGI in this is as terrible as it probably could be. It's a step I think above it's, cable TV. Uh, I think it's better than that, but I think it's not as terrible as Daredevil. I think Daredevil CGI is pretty terrible with the, with, with the CGI guys running up the giant organ. Like, you can tell that CG. You can also tell this is Catwoman crawling up walls and shit, but I think it looks a lot better. But I think that stems from the fact that there's so many filters and digital manipulation to it that they're making it look better through environmental bullshit. Like, oh, there's a lot of dust in this scene. You know what I mean? You know what? I If you told me it was the same company, I'd believe it. I think I think they're actually two. The, the Daredevil and the Catwoman special effects seem really familiar. That's fine. That's totally fair. Um, what isn't fair in this movie, this is one <laughs> of the... I had to watch it. <laughs> this is one of the worst edited movies I've ever seen. Oh. Um, as I've stated before, and in uh, many of my written reviews on our movie issues, also in conversation, editing is something you don't necessarily notice or need to notice if it's done right. You should never notice it no. if it's good. But when it's done bad, yeah. Oh, you notice you it. You just like fuck a God- shit up. Yeah. And this movie suffers from editing problems from the beginning to the point of. The establishing shot of her in her giant office working on her art mm-hmm. is the same shot that happens within a five-minute span. Like, it is the same exact shot. There is and no question about it's, it. It's used to, to start the next day yes. in the office. But it's the same day because it's the same shot. And, and they're all wearing the same yeah. clothes that they were wearing the day before in the last shot. Even though we've been shown a night in between. Yes. It's- Which leads me to believe... All this was supposed to take place in one day, and then the director was like, "You know what? This doesn't work. We filmed this weird scene in, uh, at night where her, where Halle Berry is trying to convince her neighbors to lower the music. Let's put that in the middle here to show she's a mousy type of girl." I, yeah, I think they're trying to pace things that way. Yeah, and it's um, just, this movie's two hours. There was no needing to put pacing oh, in was it. Was this really two hours? Yeah, it was about two hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's there's no pacing needed. It feels like, like it should have been 90 tops. There, it's, it's ridiculous that it's that long and the pacing. But, yeah, it's clearly the same day because not, like I said, everyone's wearing the same clothes in the, in the last scene. The most blatant editing that I just noticed in this, because I've seen this a couple times and laughed my ass off a lot. You know, get yourself a six-pack and a bottle of wine. This is fucking this is a good night with friends, not by yourself, because then you just kill yourself because you watched it. But Halle Berry's in bed. She gets a phone call. A video call. A video call, on but yet phone. still puts it on her ear. Yes. Um, from Sharon Stone. 
We've established so far in the movie, these two do not know each other except by passing in the hallways at work. Sharon Stone probably knows her as the black girl that works in the art department. Yeah. She's such a bitch, she doesn't know names at her own company. Doesn't care. Doesn't give a fuck. Uh, So, now that she has her phone number, calls her on the phone and like, oh, and to set this up, Catwoman has met Sharon Stone. And accused her of... Oh, uh, your husband is putting out this poisonous right. makeup cream, blah, 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 because Catwoman didn't know it's it's actually all stone. Right. But she confesses all this to her and then leaves. Yes. So you've established the fact that Sharon Stone and um, Monsters Ball have a weird connection going on there. Not Patience yeah. Phillips. So to have Sharon Stone call her and be like, hey, I got... He confessed everything. I know what's up. Come to the house. We'll work something out. For Catwoman to show up at her house. So, no, to call patients in the first place with that information. Right. That's the flaw. She doesn't know that Catwoman is Patient Phillips at this point. Nope. Because 15 minutes later in their final battle. 20, battle, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Excuse me. 20 minutes later in the final like, fight scene, she says, five minutes, she really. says, I'm Patience Phillips. And she goes, oh, is that who's under there? It, no. You just, you, you're, no. That is not right in the story that you are presenting. It's proper fucked your whole movie. <laughs> it's like, what just happened? But again, doesn't matter. Here's the best part of that scene where Sharon Stone um, frames storm for the murder of her husband she's like well i've got dna and fingerprint evidence throws her the gun that she used to kill her husband yeah now here we go sharon stone grabs the gun with her bare hand Uh uh-huh throws it to halle berry who is gloved hand yes there is only one set of fingerprints on that gun, and it ain't fucking Halle Berry. So when they arrest Halle Berry for the murder, you go, don't you have evidence that needs to be checked? And, like, it's it's so absurd. Like, we kept talking about it long after the scene was over. <laughs> you you could do a paraffin test for, for gunpowder. It would I, not be on the gloves. I watch a lot of CSI. They had no evidence to establish any kind of connection to Catwoman being the murderer whatsoever. I mean, do you do you even think that Sharon Stone had the foresight to even wear a glove when she shot her husband? No. Of course not. <laughs> None whatsoever. And what's ridiculous is Halle Berry gives herself up because her, her cop boyfriend figures the whole thing out. Yeah, yeah. And, and he takes her in and she's like, all right, I'm going to go willingly because mm-hmm. I can totally whoop your ass. Yeah. But Through the... Because when she becomes Catwoman... She becomes the master of the Brazilian art of capoeira. <laughs> I've got a list of things. <laughs> like she knows, she, how got. To, she knows how to breakdance fight like a motherfucker. <laughs> I got a list of cat powers or quote unquote cat powers that she got. But all she had to do was essentially give up the gloves and show there is no gunpowder on the gloves. Yeah. There are no fingerprints on the gun from her. Like she, I mean, and, and if any witness, which probably they were all paid, but any witness that saw her saw she was not even holding the gun properly. Yeah, it, no, it, like, she could have been like, yo, there's yo, so yo, much yo. reasonable I, doubt. I am not a cop, but I feel I know your job no. better than you do right now. And son, you're supposed to have some sort of fucking evidence. So you got a warrant? <laughs> Get out my house. <laughs> now let me go through some of the 
cat powers that she got when oh okay when uh mao uh threw up his life force into her the cat not the general yes so of course what a different movie that would be <laughs> weird like general mao so pops weird. up barfs into her she becomes like <laughs> asian cat powers i guess like uh, learns kung fu and <laughs> did she really good cook <laughs> oh, I love General, yeah, yeah. General Chicken. <laughs> General Sue. General Sue Chicken. Something like that. All right. Um, so, I'm sorry. I disrupted you and you stuttered. Did Cat got your tongue? You shut your fucking mouth, whore. <laughs> all right. So there's all the normal cat powers that you would get. You get agility and reflexes. You get a little extra strength. She kicked down a door. Mm-hmm. Legs on her feet, always. I buy all that. Right, right, right. Apparently, she also becomes a jeweler. Because she makes those fucking, like, diamond-encrusted fingertips. Yeah, you don't find those anywhere. That's not a thing. <laughs> at least at least in Batman Returns, they were just, uh, like, thimbles with, like, nails poked through. Yeah, glue gun on them. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> she learns to pick locks. She gets through mm-hmm, a ton mm-hmm. of different doors. It's true, it's true, it's true. She learns how to hotwire a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I've seen my cat do that. You know, that's obviously a cat power. Yeah. She teleports. <laughs> I mean, that's the only reasonable explanation as to how she gets around so quickly. She just bamps from one place to the next. What about the jail cell? Oh. Jello bones. Yeah. That was the last one I wrote. Yeah, when she squeezes through the yeah. jail, the bars to get out like a yeah. cat would. Yeah. Because she just watched a cat. Do it. Do it through bars. Yeah. But a cat bone structure, I don't think I need to tell you, Leland. No, I am a But doctor. it's completely different mm-hmm. than a human's. So what you're saying is... This movie is a catastrophe. You cocksucking son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn it, Leland. I will not put up with this tomfoolery. I think those are my only two. <laughs> Ooh, we'll see about that. <laughs> she also has night vision, but at least that makes some sense. Does it? Yeah, cats have like good night vision. <clears throat> well, also a cat's eyes, which is completely different than a human's eyes. Still bullshit. <laughs> I wrote. I actually physically wrote bullshit like three or four times. In yeah, my notes. I got I got bullshit written down here. At the end of the movie, when she leaves, like she she you know she does one of those like poignant letters to her friends and family, like why she'll never see them again. Right. Like Which I have to be. She was like, I don't live in my. I don't I live, live in, in your, your world, world, but I have to live in my world. And she okay. So how are you gonna disappear? This goes with your cat powers. You've shown us that you have no skills whatsoever in this movie. You're not a spy. Mm. You can't disappear you're off the face of the earth without any money. Kind of a cat thief? Kind of. Well, you're a there was that one scene where she wanted the jewelry. Yeah. But she kept she, the ring and that Egyptian necklace, which never really... Never is, showed up again. Which never is talked about. Like, which she returned have. that. Yeah, she returned that bag of jewels that she stole. Wrote yeah. sorry on it, and you're like, yeah, but you kept two of the more expensive pieces. And we saw, and no one wants those. We we saw Benjamin Bratt. Yeah, right. Uh, we saw him specifically shown that piece. Yeah. So apparently so, that piece, and they said it's a one of a kind yes, Egyptian necklace. Yes. So, assumably, as normal movies would work, that piece would show up again and give him clue that. She's Catwoman. Yeah, because she gets fired from her job. She's not an artist anymore for no. money. So she probably has to fence that shit eventually to pay rent yeah. in her new house. Because she's clearly not going to live in the Can't slums the of place. whatever city this takes in place her in. her giant loft. I, 
her loft was beautiful. And I was like, you're not making that kind of money as a graphic artist. In whatever indescript city you live in. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, there's water. I, that's all I know. <laughs> you're not completely landlocked, although maybe it's a lake. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's a lake. I don't really know. <laughs> Could be Michigan for all I fucking... <laughs> Some bullshit. Some critic said that she should uh, give back her Oscar as a penalty <laughs> for doing this movie. That's fair. She went and collected the Razzie, though. Props which, to that, though. Props, yes. Yeah. Props to you. I think her and Sandra Bullock are the only two that have, <laughs> who have Oscars that have gone down and what been like... Sandra Bullock go? Um, all About Steve, oh. where she's the um, stalker for Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah? It's not supposed to be a stalker, from what I've read the description. She's just an... Like a clumsy girl that falls in love with the unattainable guy. And, and happens then, to watch him from the bushes. Right. But from friends that I, I, I know people who have seen this, they she's a fucking stalker. <laughs> like, she, like, follows him to a new state and, like, gets in with his family and shit. That's, yeah, that's stalking. Creepy. That's creepy. <laughs> Maybe we'll watch that soon. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but her, Sandra Bullock, have both gone to the Razzie Awards, accepted their awards. Yeah, but only one of them probably drunk drove home and hit somebody. Just, Wow. It happened. Just, People just forget reminding, about that. Just reminding yeah, everybody. Yeah. Hit and run, she, Barry. She yeah. hit and run. Yes. All right. That's a felony. <laughs> um, with the usage of o- overusage, with the overusage of Buleen, yep. Sharon Stone has a side effect. <laughs> um, her skin has become as hard as Marvel. <laughs> did I say Marvel? You did. Her skin would take... Rewind that little thing. Um, her skin has become as hard as marble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I got. Her skin's marble. All right. And People hit her, they get hurt. She feels, as she puts it, I feel no pain. Yeah. Uh, so it makes her semi-invulnerable, I suppose. Uh, to hitting, not falling. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> not to cat diamond-encrusted cat claws. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess kind of start penetrating her. I mean, yes. Oh, well, diamonds marble, will cut anything. Marble is tough. Still breaks. Yeah. Yeah. But she's hanging from the, the, the building and she sees a reflection all yeah, caught up. And and she'd rather die. We belong dead. <laughs> <laughs> she would rather die than to live a life as, as a, a scratched up ugly woman. Yeah. Uh, and what bothered me in... Yeah, yeah, it's nitpicking because the whole movie is a pile of shit. But when she hits the ground, you see her face is discolored and it's all messed up. But the rest of her body is fine. Yeah. So that leads me to think, oh, well, maybe she's only using it on her face. But at the same time, like, she was getting body shots and whatnot. She wasn't feeling that. So her whole body, head to toe, had to she be... She was in really good shape. <laughs> <laughs> But Halle Berry's got cat strength, which is moderately more than the average human. I would love to see a shot where Sharon Stone is doing the a la Snow White and the Huntsman. Like, she's dipping herself in her white creamy yeah. liquid and coming out of it. And her whole body is turned, forming into this stone-like creature. Just that big old golem just coming after <laughs> Halle Berry. That's a movie. Like, this... Sharon Stone... <clears throat> Is like a a just a page away from turning into Clayface. <laughs> that would have been a better movie. Oh, that'd be amazing! Right? CG Stone, Stone like <laughs> Stoneface. She no fuck it. Over usage, the stone starts to turn her into a dragon. 
Scales. She just gets scales and wings. She starts flying around the city, picking off children, keep her young. <laughs> well, what if what if Sharon Stone isn't dead at the end of the movie? And she just Well turns, then I want a sequel. <laughs> turns to mud, slips into some sewers, and we'll get a sequel in a couple years. It'll <laughs> okay, be amazing. <laughs> She turns to Clayface. And the whole movie is the sequel. None of the original cast comes back. It's all done by like uh, C-list stars and drag queens. <laughs> like, like RuPaul plays Catwoman. Like, it's that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I bet we can get a Kickstarter for that movie. <laughs> but let's be honest. Sharon Stone, a little bit of a drag queen in this. <laughs> so if we called it like Cat Hyphen Woman, I think we could avoid... All copyrights. <laughs> well, the porns do. Why could we not get away with it? We just have to say it's a parody. At the end. <laughs> yeah, this this movie is rumored to have had 28 writers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rumored. I have no proof to that. But after watching it, I'm, there's not one. <laughs> it's not, it's not put together well. barely a single thread that moves this movie from beginning to end. Not at all. Oh, how about the awesome uh, Daredevil Electra playground scene? The oh. and this is the basketball scene. Yeah, where he's like, "You want to play some one on one?" And she goes, "Okay, I haven't played basketball since I was a kid." And you know what, Hallie? You still didn't play basketball. <laughs> she just dribbled a lot, like the fucking Harlem Globetrotters. Like, and, and then she bounced off a wall, and all the kids were like, "Oh, Ooh, she jumped that, off a wall." That wasn't all. Not worthy. that impressive. No. But she like schools Benjamin Bratt. Well, okay. She jumps she she makes a high jump shot from the three point line and falls on him. That's schooling in his I guess the playground world. Um and then they go to the carnival and she beats him at every game. And you're like, bitch, you're emasculating him. <laughs> yeah. Let him be He's on really top. Feeling insecure. Jesus Christ, man. You're gonna lose him, Hallie. <laughs> And then he says, you ever going to let me win? She goes, not that kind of girl. You're like, what kind of girl are you at this point? Have you started growing fur? Because <laughs> you keep going back and forth between being all mousy and being borderline bitch. Um, the scene that I do think is is so outrageous um, is the transformation into the Catwoman itself. Like... She, her neighbors are very loud with the music. She gets tired of it. She goes over. She knocks some skulls around, you know. And then she comes back to her place. And she's like, I'm going out. Yeah. So she rips open this, like, cat suit that her friends got her. Takes two scissors. Fucking Edward scissor her her hair. Like, and you were like, whoa, 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 that's dangerous. You can't just do it. that. Like, you know, she does her hair. This is, this is like a five minute scene of her also having like cat a cat power, I suppose. Stylist. Stylist. <laughs> I mean, I'd say I'd say only a master stylist could take two scissors to their own head and come up with such a stylish updo. Right. <laughs> I don't know what a fucking updo is. It just sounded right. But. Like, and then we have her walking on the building like it's a motherfucking catwalk. And in the scene, the camera just keeps spinning around her. Oh, like, I got dizzy. check out this body. Granted, Halle Berry, beautiful woman, beautiful body in this. Not disagreeing with that at all. But not in this movie do we need a 360 spin shot of her walking the top of a building with some real R and B like, oh, 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 oh my god, the soundtrack! <laughs> oh my god, this soundtrack! I have played some of the soundtrack at the beginning of this movie, or movie at the beginning of this podcast. 
Yep. That's what you get in the whole movie. <laughs> like, if you just got standard R&B tunes. Yeah, it's like they just called in an R&B artist and they said, can you just sing random notes just in kind noises. of an, an order? And they were like, all right. And they did. And then they put, like, a beat underneath it and they were like, soundtrack, cat, oh. go. Oh, 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 oh. With a couple whips, cracks here yeah. and there. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. Terrible it's... fucking thing. I... And that's it's the entire movie. Not once... Is there like a lyric ever uttered? And if or, there is, we missed it. Or even a, a bridge. I would I would live for a bridge in one <laughs> song of this entire movie. Just change it a little. But even at the end of the movie, after you know she stopped Sharon Stone, she's cleared Saves of all charges day, or whatever, whatever, and she's leaves her note of stupidity. And and also by the end of the movie, only uh, Benjamin Bratt knows that Catwoman is also Patient Phillips. Right. So. I still don't see the point of, like, writing everyone a Dear John letter. Yeah. And, again, we have the same exact shot of her transforming. Her catwalking across a building for no reason. It just it blows my mind that this director didn't get shots for the movie that he had to reuse shots already in it and they're blatantly reused it's not like you're it's a different angle same shot different angle no no it's the same angle it drives me crazy it's it's terrible filmmaking or how about that cutaway when she whips at the camera and the camp the whip comes so close to the camera that it wipes away the scene to the next one uh that happened a couple times Or, uh, or or when she goes to the bar and says, I want to write Russian, hold the vodka, hold the Kahlua. And the guy goes, here's your cream. So you I, wanted I, milk. Yeah. Just I get it. it. Just I get it. it. Yeah. You wanted milk, bitch. So then she drinks it and it's like CG milk and yeah. she licks it all sexy and it's it just CG. Oh, dirty. Filthy. The scene is filthy. <laughs> just dirty, dirty. Just, you dirty kitty. Just knock it off. <laughs> so just knock that shit off. Because <laughs> you're making me think dirty thoughts, and this movie does not require that. <laughs> I'm one, like, I was curious why, uh, like, the the bodyguard or whatever that goes to that same bartender first, gives him $100, and is like, you're going to stay here, right? I, that made, that, that came no to sense. nothing. Yeah, yeah. That came I, to absolutely nothing. A, a bartender gets 100 That's not That's not like, oh, shit, I got $100. That's like, yeah, all right. What do you want a bottle? Like yeah. I, I don't understand. Why do you mean? Is this my tip? You that's ha- awesome. You have to tell the bartender what you want. <laughs> that's that's how it works. That's how his job is predicated on what you want. He services it. Like it doesn't just kind of like, whoa! I'll give you money. You know what I want? No, no. You have to tell the motherfucker, hey, I'd like a beer, and you give him a hundred. He gives you change, and that makes sense. Like that's. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's how bartending works. It didn't work like that in this movie. Oh. I know. You're a bartender by trade. You should know this shit. Just helping you out. I mean, this is why you have never gotten that one, like, bartending that's, that's why job. gives me a $100 tip. <laughs> is because... You just take the money. I keep asking them what they want. Yeah, that's not Instead of just taking the money. Speaking of getting things from a bar, how much beer would you go to a bar and ask for to sit through this movie again? Oh, my God. It's... It's tough. <laughs> I, I and, and, and I don't even think it's because I enjoyed it on any level. I think I'm just still in shock because we went directly from the couch watching it to the table to record it. I have not yet processed this movie in my brain. This has got to be four beers at least. That's fair. Four beers and a saucer of cream. 
wow. I don't know where to go with that. Like, it, it, I mean, I see where you're going. You know, that joke belongs in the, in the kitty oh, box. Oh, you <laughs> dick. You dick. <laughs> Ooh, kitty's got claws. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> choke you. <laughs> yep. Catwoman. It happened. We all know what happened. You just won't accept it. <laughs> this is... Quit trying to hide this from your memories. Now, here's the thing, though. Even, um... I still don't think it's the worst comic book movie ever made. But it's also in a comic book movie. So it kind of... It rides that train of, like... Inter- like, you're kind of a comic book movie, but because you're not based on anything, you're kind of not. It's a superhero movie. It's a superhero movie, but I... I yeah, it's... Don't get me wrong, people. This movie is terrible, but I still have a good time watching it with friends because it is like, this is a good... St- People should show this in film school be like, this is what $100 million will get you when you don't have good product. Yeah. You know, personally, I think Ghost Rider is still terrible. Is the worst. Ghost Rider 1. Uh, I really hate Ghost Rider. I, I think I hate Ghost Rider more because it's closer to canon than this ever could possibly yeah, and that, be. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you can't hate this one on a superhero movie level because it's not based on anything. You just have to well, hate it on a level of bad it's still filmmaking. It's a superhero movie. It's just not a comic book movie. Well, that's what I meant. You know yeah. what I mean. Um, a qu- question to you. Bring it on. Could you watch this again with someone who's already seen it? Because I barely have seen any parts of this movie before. So everything is fresh when I see it. So when I react, that's kind of your enjoyment. Could you rewatch this again with someone who's already watched it? Oh, and so I'm, nothing is surprising. Oh, I'm sure with every rewatch, I will find something new. We did I, find that bullshit I didn't call. know about the editing until today. Like, I've, I've uh, seen this a couple times. That editing just went by me the first couple times because uh, I didn't give a shit. But no, this is one... No, friends, when you have parties and they go, hey, we're going to have a bad movie night, put this on the top of your list. This should be in your top five. Totally. Yeah. This is a get together and watch and have a good goddamn time. This and Anaconda, two of my favorite, not part one, part two. Where it's like Bloodstones or some shit like that. Secret or whatever the fuck it is. Where the snakes have an orgy. Like that is worth a bottle of cheap wine from Ralph's and having a good time. Yeah. I can't do it. So it's all good. It's all good. This will be the one time I watch Catwoman in my life. Well, that's totally fair. There's there's, there's no reason for anyone to rewatch this. It's never going to happen again. Uh, Have you seen this? Have you? I'm waiting for your answer. That was that pause. Speak aloud. This is a podcast. Come on. They can't see you waving your hand. Let us know. Hit us at movieissues at gmail.com. Let us know if you've seen Catwoman and what your thoughts were. Um, You can also hit us up at Facebook slash movieissues. We will let you know what we think of your love or hatred of Catwoman. This happened. I just want to preference that. Got nothing. Oh, cat finally got your tongue? Like, you. got nothing? <laughs> Why do you insist on hurting me, Leland? <laughs> I thought we were friends. Oh, oh, I get a little dizzy on that. All the oxygen from my laughter. This is just a terrible, terrible movie. I think my cats hated this movie. Good. <laughs> you hate my cats, but you love Catwoman. I don't hate your cats. I don't. I'm not a cat guy. One, allergic. So that automatically makes them enemies. <laughs> 
<laughs> I respect the cat. I think it's great that Egyptians were all in love with it. It's got the symbolism, blah, 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 all wow. that bullshit. I'm not a cat guy. I think they smell. They don't leave you alone. And they're kind of always looking down at you. <laughs> like, I don't need an animal judging me. Like, fuck you, cat. <laughs> don't judge me. Do you pay rent? No. I pay your food. So don't judge my ass. They pay in love. That's the other thing. I don't think cats love like like dogs do. Like dog, dogs. Dogs are dumb. Right. But I love a dumb dog. But dogs are like, I love you. Pet me. Cats are like, I got a scratch. Take care of this for So me. I'm going to pretend to really care about you for a couple minutes. <laughs> I'm just going to work around until you scratch the spot, and then I'm going to walk away. Yeah. I then, might claw you. Yeah. Dogs, they don't put their butt in your face because they're pissed. <laughs> no, they're just insistent on trying to lick your face. Yeah, but it's That's adorable. Gross. No. Yeah, but at least their tongue isn't like sandpaper. <laughs> Does it like cut me? <laughs> I don't pull back like a bloody scar. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Just not a cat guy. I have nothing against them. Just don't like cats. That's fair. That sounds like you have something against All them. All right, let me rephrase it. I have nothing against them. I'm not a cat guy. That's what I mean. That's fine. If you've got one, rock and roll. Do your thing, man. Just keep your shit clean. <laughs> My cats were offended. That's all I'm saying. My cats were offended by Catwoman. Yeah, clearly. They yeah. woke up enough to look at the movie. They looked looked at the, at the film. Really, I could read just the disgust in their face. Mm-hmm. Well, that is us for this week. And that is Catwoman, our year anniversary. Thank you for listening for a year. I am your host, Leland, here with my sidekick. I'm trying to think of a cat pun. Couldn't come up with one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just spooky is fine. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of another. There's no more. I think I've exhausted the cat puns. There's got to be at least one more. Well, you know what? You can text it to me later. <laughs> I am leaving this by sucking spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good week and good night. See ya.